Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, and welcome to another awesome interview. I'm so excited to chat with this incredible woman today. And for those of you who are new, welcome. We're so happy that you're here. And what we do here is we get free from any sort of disordered relationship with food, if it's hurting your life, then we just give you the tools to like be done with that. Like that's what the whole mission is. Like without any sort of, you know, therapy or medications or restrictions or meal plans or anything like that, just using our own brains to be at peace with food, to be normal eaters and to just move on with our lives without food being a big deal. And I'm so excited for you to hear this amazing story today of another real woman um, who I got to work with and who is just such an incredible delight um, and just excited for you guys to hear her real story from her. So wanna welcome on today, Eileen. Hello, hello. So happy that you are on and so excited to celebrate you. So, I mean, this is Eileen, you guys, and she is just so awesome. Like the, the depth of understanding, she came to this program with so much awesome knowledge already, like an intellectual understanding of all sorts of great concepts and mindfulness. And like, this is a woman who has like done the work, right? Um, and so I was so excited to be able to, you know, coach her and, you know, go into these principles, just help her to fix the things that she wanted to. So why don't you start out just talking a little bit about your story? Like sort of how did you get to the place that you were with food before we started working together? What's sort of your origin story and what were you struggling with most when we first connected? When, I mean, do you want me to start when I first started dieting and what happened when I was younger or just right around the first time I talked to you? Yeah, no, great. So why don't you just like quickly go through, like what was your journey? Like even when you were younger, right? Like you first I started dieting here. This is when my relationship with food sort of got off. And then we can sort of fast forward. <laughs> So the first diet I remember going on was when I think I was 14 and it was pretty innocent. It wasn't like I was, it wasn't like I was doing it because I was overweight. I remember I had braces and um, I really don't know exactly why I went on the diet, but I know I'd seen my mom dieting, et cetera. I went on this diet and it, it was like encouraging me to eat an apple as a snack and only eat three meals a day, whatever. So I went on this diet, and I remember I got praise from my mom and dad. Uh, but especially from my mom, I think I got some praise. And praise was few and far between in uh, our family. I have a younger sister. So I know that that, in my mind, really uh, made me feel good. So I think that was the catalyst for a lot of um, what happened after that was um, turning to food as a way of trying to get some control in my life. So I think it was after that, when I was a teenager, um, I started dating and, um, I went to an all girls Catholic high school. So 
there was all these like mixed messages, you know, like, you know, you can date, but don't get sexually involved. And uh, just a lot of confusion about what, what is dating all about. And I really didn't have a lot of mentors. I couldn't really talk to my parents that easily. So I remember one time coming home from a date and I think uh, there was some sexual pressure and I, you know, of course didn't feel comfortable. And I got home and I started eating some leftovers and it felt really, it felt really good. Like I, I got some stress relief from that. And um, that was my first time realizing that food could be something that made me feel good or that numbed out some, some confusion and pain. And then after that, um, just some of the memories are really not getting along with my mom very well, having confusion. We had a, um, a French exchange student stay over and uh, she was just like, smoking cigarettes and trying to get me to do this and that all this confusion and I remember feeling really unhappy with my mom and I think I was 16 and that summer after 16 when I was around 17 I started to control my food um, by restricting um, I thought that maybe I um, needed to go on another diet and restrict so then I, I wasn't eating at all basically and I felt really powerful and I felt control and I think there was a backlash of you know, my mom can't tell me what to do when it comes to food. And so then that lasted for a while of not eating, really starving, having anorexic tendencies or label, I guess. And my parents then said to me, um, my aunt noticed that I was really thin and I was obsessed with getting on the scale and making sure that I didn't gain weight. It was a pain. It was a really big obsession. But I still felt so in control and control and control. Um, and my aunt told my mom, you can see your, your daughter's ribs. It's really terrible. you got to do something. So my parents said, we're going to put you in the hospital if you don't start eating. And, oh, guess what I discovered after that? Binging. So that meal that I had previously, um, or maybe around the same time, really liked when I got home from dating, became binging because I tried to deprive myself for so long. I started binging. Yeah. Um, then I used laxatives and that became a whole nother hell that I lived in for a few years. And I mean, it just got, it just continued to get to where my whole life became an obsession with my weight and the number. And I, so I was no longer anorexic. Then I was bulimic with laxatives. Then I did that for a few years and I moved out of the house and it turned into more of a binge eating disorder where it would be periodic dieting, crazy about my weight. and then. Uh, episodes of binging and I still didn't realize at all that that I had an issue with dieting I thought that there was something wrong with me so uh, yeah. that was the beginning part of my hell and I loved I mean there's just so much just good data there right about like really how this starts like you said like oh I didn't know it was an issue with dieting you know it's just like we sort of go throughout life and it starts with a diet and then like you said it just it escalates like it just gets more and more out of control and that's a really normal way to feel of like there's something wrong with me it's not like oh there's an issue going on or this is a cycle it's like what's wrong with me and so many of us like I know that for me, I mean, I didn't know I had an eating disorder for so long. I just thought I was like weird and crazy and out of control and what's going like what's wrong with me. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you bring that up. So, so how many years did you just 
deal with disordered relationships with food and body and dieting? Like how long was that until we connected? Oh, just um, so long. I mean, uh, over 30 years, 30 years. And uh, yeah. I mean, at one point, even um, in my first marriage, I remember um, being drawn to a Burger King and, and taking the binge foods and going to a railroad track and eating all the food, feeling terrible and sitting in my car on the railroad track, sitting in my car on the track, crying, not understanding. Why do I keep doing this to my body? Why do I keep doing this to my body? And uh, I mean, it, it, it just really, really a, a uh, took over my life for so long. And then I, then I got into, um, different programs, um, like OA and then FA food addicts and recovery anonymous later in my adult life. And just, again, it's like, what, what makes, what makes this group of overeaters anonymous or food addicts and recovery anonymous? Why are these 5,000 people in the whole world that are in FA why are we so so special and different? I really started to wonder, is it is it me? Am I broken? And you know, that's when I um looked up online, because I'd always liked yoga. I looked up online, can yoga help with compulsive eating? And what I found out through, from that was ultimately how I um got introduced to you, but I was introduced to that book, Brain Over Binge. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. And I love that we're in this age of the internet where it's like, you know, cause before you're just, you're with the people, right? Like you're with the people and you're like, okay, like we're different. We're broken. We're always going to be broken. We're never going to get better. And I love how many amazing women like you, I've been able to connect with because there are so many smart women out there that say, ah, really? Like, is there really something wrong? Am I really broken forever? And it's a quick Google search to like, well, what about this? Right? Yeah, and that then, was amazing to me. Yeah. And so I'm so happy that, and so when you first started sort of learning about the approach of just being done with this, like, you know, like using your brain, right? And like, you know, sort of introducing yourself to these principles, like how did you feel at first when you kind of ran across a new approach, a new way of thinking about this? Oh, like, oh, well, when I first was introduced to you through um, Catherine Hansen and uh, somebody else that I saw, I saw your video, I saw you speaking. I'm like, oh my God, look at how beautiful she is. She's so she is so enthused. Oh, you know, I don't know, maybe for her. And um, yeah, right. You know, I was just like, nah, I don't know. I mean, I really looked at your videos and I, I thought about it. And like even Katherine Hansen with the brain over bench. Yeah, that's nice that it worked. But she she got over it so quickly. You know, so I was like, then when I started listening more to your story, I was like, huh. Oh. She, she did suffer with, with certain things that I can relate to and, huh, but I was really skeptical. So I yeah. mean, I, yeah. Yeah. It took me a while to listening to your videos and stuff to think maybe your program works. Look at all these testimonials. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, well, there are all these people, but I mean, yeah. that's a totally normal way to feel of like, okay, well it worked for them, but I don't know. And yeah. So it's like, you, it sounds like you were in sort of that place of, well, I'm not sure about this. And then like contrast that was sort of like, how, how are you feeling? Not contrast it, but like, let's also 
bring into play here? What was your relationship with food like at the time when we were first getting in touch? Like what were some, some of those sort of dark days for you? Like how bad was it? Like how did it impact your life? How were you feeling at the time, Eileen? Just unable to separate myself from always returning to binge eating, like um, realizing that I had other issues that, that I was working on that, that I could conquer in my life, dealing with, with um, just everyday problems. But then the habits of, of binge eating were always looming. It's almost like it's almost like I, you know, like three steps forward in making progress in the way I really want to see my life move. And then boom, the dark blanket is over me again, isolating in the house eating. Um, and I thought to myself, okay, like all of this stuff that everybody's talking about that you were sharing, um, it all makes sense. There's gotta be something I'm, there's gotta be something maybe that I, I, I could look into here. So I wasn't opening my mind to what you were sharing, like with, well, these people are getting help here and my principles really, you know, are helping. Yeah, well, but I was sitting there with this, this cherry Danish and uh, ready to get into another binge when I called you, when I, what, what really motivated me was this free 40, 45 minute call. It's like, I could do that. I could talk to Lydia. Yeah. And there it was, the Danish was sitting there. The dark days were so dark that, I mean, it's like I, I couldn't even enjoy moments that I know everybody around me was enjoying, but I just had this gloom. It's like this, something was preventing me from being in the moment. I was always future tripping, worried about my weight, obsessed with my body, hurting in some way or another physically. It was just always the same thing. I couldn't get in the groove with, with life couldn't do it. It affected my work. It affected my relationship with my husband, uh, my family members. I would isolate. I wouldn't go to put it. Uh, I mean, there were so many times that I missed experiences with people, even some people that have now passed on because, oh, I don't want to go there. I, I, I'm heavy or whatever, worried about what people think all the time. It's just terrible. Yeah. So it just sounds like you were like mentally exhausted right? Like this, so much energy. And that was just really keeping you from enjoying the things that should be enjoyable in life, right? It's like being with people and being present, even in the environment. Like you said, there's like this dark blanket over everything, right? Yeah. All I'm concerned about is trying to change my body shape. Yeah. Which I didn't think about it until I, uh, until I started working with you. I didn't think about that's what I was doing. Yeah, it's like now you see, like, oh, wait, but at the time it's just like confusing, right? Like, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was trying to change my body shape, and now it sounds so shallow and 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 absurd because I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm 53. I don't want to be 83 and sitting on my deathbed going, yeah, but at least I'm losing 20 pounds now. I look different. Like, no. Yeah. And I mean, I love that you bring that up because like, we can't change things that we're not aware of. So just that awareness, like it's so neat that you can say now like, oh, that's what was going on. And you got exactly what you needed to change that. And like, but before, like when it was just you and the Danish and the, what am I going to do? Like, I mean, what were some of the things that you were most concerned about, Eileen? Like, like you said, like being, going the rest of your life as a binge eater, like what were some of your biggest concerns about that, about not fixing this? 
Well, and it, and it tied into something that, again, I learned in the program wasn't, I didn't know it was connected. But not only was I spending money on binge foods and just just kind of being in another zone in my brain, I was also online shopping constantly, whether it was for food or other things. So I had, I had no idea they were connected. And after I graduated from your program, I said, guess what? I'm not even online shopping. And then you said, oh, that, yeah, that's true. They are connected, aren't they? And I'm like, oh my God. So it was like, well, they are connected. And it was that compulsive habit of, well, this is what I know what to do. This is what I know what to do. And I just was listening to what I thought was, I guess I thought that that was just me and my sadness and my eating disorder self. And I just online shop when I'm sad. And it's like, yeah. oh God, it just, it was just all consuming. Um, and then when I'm able to now see things differently, like you said, mm-hmm. people that I thought were um, in my family, friends that were like, I was worried about them because they looked a little chubby. They were heavy. You know, they need to go on a diet. They need to, Oh my God. Now I'm like, hi, how are you? Like, and we can talk about things that matter. And I used to call my cousin and say, hi. Oh, oh my God. I'm 157 or whatever it was at the time of trying to control the weight, which is who cares? 157 was nothing. My cousin was 148, 160. It's like, so what? How are you doing? That's how I'm doing. That's how all I was doing, you know? So it's like, yeah, it's like everything is measured by this number. And like now it's a little embarrassing to think about, but um, I'm sure they forgive me. <laughs> well, and I love that you're just like, just this openness about really like, you know, we look back on it and we're like, oh my gosh, is that really the case? But the, we're celebrating that the only reason you can do that is because you know now. Like you yeah. bring up a great point, Eileen, of like, we don't know what we don't know. So many women who go through this program are like, oh, I had no idea. It's not like they're like, oh, I knew exactly what was going on, but I just didn't fix it. It was like, I didn't fix it because I really didn't know what was going on. You know, the connecting of all the different things, online shopping. And like, when you get free in one space, you get free in all sorts of other spaces. So yeah, that's beautiful. So anything, anything about like that first side of it, about like just the the dark days just like things that you were concerned about anything else that you want to share about really just what it was like to be a binge eater um you know just i guess uh consumed with not knowing how to get out of my dark moods and um really a lot of self-hatred and waking up and waking up in the morning and just feeling bad about myself and what and thinking about food and what am i going to eat and how am i going to you know, manipulate this and do that. So that it, it, so now that was so dark. That was so dark and it was all food related um, and shape and body related and weight related numbers, numbers, numbers. So yeah, that was just, I I didn't think I'd be able to see things differently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I know it's not an easy thing and so proud of you for making the choice to change it. So, you know, we had a session together, Awesome. Um, and then I, I'm excited to celebrate sort of where you're at now, but let's, let's look a little bit of like, I mean, was it an easy choice to decide to, to really fix this? Like what were some hesitations or fears that you had? And then why did you do it anyway? 
Oh, I mean, because I had done so many, so many programs, so many diets, so many quick fix that um, I just didn't, I, I think I, I felt like, I guess I was losing hope because when I was in the food addicts and recovery group, they told us um, that that was the last house on the block. This is the way, you know, this is the only place that you're going to uh, get rid of your binge problem. And so when that didn't end up working for me, I, I really thought there was no other way. I, and, and, until I realized there's got to be another way, because like I said, there's only 5,000 people in that group worldwide. So somebody's got to know something yeah. and, um, that can help. Um, but I was really hesitant because um, I, like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty smart. I've read a lot of books. I, I know a lot of things, but then I found out it's not really about knowing, you know, being smart. It's about, kind of a whole new way to see things. So in, it's just that I needed to turn the other way, like I said to you before. I just didn't know how. I'd never heard something before that, um, before I talked to you that day that clicked. So I was definitely skeptical. So um, I thought, well, she's, I'll just talk to Lydia and see what she has to say. <laughs> And, you know, we got that first step together and it was awesome just really getting, getting the clarity with you. And I know, like you said, like you were skeptical. So what ultimately, with the skepticism, with the, I don't know about this, what ultimately, I know that you said, well, it was about seeing things a new way, but at the, at the moment, at the decision moment, you didn't know that, right? So what, what made you decide to fix this anyway? Because so it, I mean, on this long journey of pain, suffering with the binge eating and the the groups and everything, and I mean, I guess I felt like, okay, I, I'm starting to get wiser around what I want to do with my life. And I knew intellectually, I I hadn't been binging as much. I hadn't, I knew I could get a handle somehow on my shopping. I knew something, something could happen. So I wasn't like in the state of desperation, right? Yeah. But but what happened was I was in the middle of starting a binge and I thought, what the heck, man, this isn't the way I want to live my life. I don't want to have this Danish here being dependent on a Danish that I don't even want. So, so, okay, I'm talking to you. I'm a, still a little skeptical. And then it was kind of like the way you phrased it more like, um, well, what do you want? You know, what do you want, Eileen? And then nobody ever really asked me that before. Um, I want to be free of all this, huh? And then you were like, let's do it. And I was like, okay. I mean, it was just like that easy. So, well, what did I have to lose? I mean, like, yeah, it's like, I love it. And in fact, um, you know, I was chatting with another amazing woman who had graduated and she just said like, you just have to do everything before you lose hope. <laughs> and I'm just like, awesome. Yeah. So just like, okay, let's do it. So for you, how, how many weeks was it into the program before you really started feeling differently or acting differently around food? Oh, I mean, like right away, um, after talking to you, I didn't even eat that, that Danish. I was so excited. <laughs> and, um, a week into it, I was feeling totally different around food. Yeah. So so awesome. So you were feeling different around food. I had a tool to use. 
yeah. 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 Beautiful. So about a weekend was sort of the place for you that you were like, okay, like things are just fundamentally different. Oh yeah. 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 Beautiful. And I mean, now after graduation, I mean, what do you enjoy most? Like what are your, your biggest wins maybe along the way in the program or what are some of like the things that are so different around what food and life is like on the side of freedom? Uh, Food freedom is the thing I enjoy so, so, so much. Um, Not being, um, when you said that you eat, you know, um, out of convenience, you eat for convenience and what you feel like eating and you touched in, tap into your body. I'm like, what? She eats that way. <laughs> I thought, you know, Oh no, all these life health coaches, they, you know, they have every day have a plan and this and that. That has been one of the best things that ever happened. It's like, I don't freak out if I don't have, if I don't plan a lunch or remember to take my lunch, or let's say I have a meeting and we all decide to go out to lunch or something. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. So somebody else once said, well, I don't really think about food that much. And I was like, what? Like now it's kind of like, I think about food and I do prep food to have um, ready. And I like having food available for my lunches and dinners, but I don't have to think about food all the time. And sometimes I will eat what's convenient. (laughs) It's like, because it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's not that doesn't define me. I don't talk about it all the time. I don't tell my husband we have to pull over and get something because we're on a road trip and he's like, "What?" You know, like it's just that that and um the online shopping have been huge yeah. in my in my life. Yeah. How much, I don't know if you can just maybe think of a, a rough number, but how much do you think you're saving every year by not binging and not doing all the online shopping? Um, well, so let's just give a rough, what's like $500 a month? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> let's see. So $500 a month. Yes. Yeah, so that's like about $6,000 a year. Yeah. So, yeah. I've never gone on vacation. So because I didn't have the extra 6,000 to go on a vacation. Yeah. Go on a vacation. Yeah. What would you rather do with the $60,000 that you're not going to be, that you're saving now in the next 10 years? Yeah. So much more. Yeah. Beautiful. Love that. And like being able to be freed up around food, like that food freedom, how does that change just other areas of your life? Like, what is it like for you, like mentally, emotionally to not have to obsess about food all the time? Well, well, because I'm eating more intuitively but to what, what my body wants, what I'm, what I'm tuning into, I find that um, it carries over into other aspects of my life as well. So I'm just being more intuitive around, um, looking at my other habitual reactions and maybe do I really want to act on this? How am I feeling here? Like the other day I was looking out the window and I could see my neighbor walking with her dog and it's a pretty ferocious looking dog. And it sometimes I think wants to eat my cat, but she's got it on a leash and she's pulling on it. Cause I could see, but I couldn't see out the window, the, the cat, but I could see that it must've been one of my cats and the dog was like going to, lunge forward and this woman had the leash and intuitively I just I was able to be in the moment and just think oh that dog's gonna go for my kitty and and then boom it went for the cat 
And instead of freaking out, like running out the door, trying to do something, I just intuitively was able to just, it's going to work out fine. And my cat jumped away like it did in nature, whatever. The woman, you know, lunged and walked away. And that was just an example of me. It's tuning into that feeling that I have around food now of what, what's going on? Like something will come up and that fear came up, but I didn't. So I'm not fearing my experiences around food, yeah. around other things that are going on. I'm intuitively being able to just tap in to how am I feeling in the moment? And how do I want to react? And you, you said in the, in the program, Eileen, you can, you can do whatever you want, you know, and, and that's just part of it. It's like, I can do whatever I want. I feel this. I don't have to act on. Oh, it's just like changing my, t my whole life. So. Love it. Love it. So it sounds like just overall, you're just more peaceful and present just in your life. Like yeah. you just deal with thoughts and feelings differently in just a, a more intuitive way that serves you better. And it's really nice to just not have to obsess about food all the time. And it started with getting in touch intuitively with the food. I think that that has been the foundation for me. And yeah. I don't think I could have gone the other way because I've done a lot of other things where meditating and trying to get in touch with being in the moment and the power of now and all that. But the foundation I needed to, to go through first was to get intuitively into eating so that I could then see and go from there. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm so glad that you bring that up. That is really interesting. I see that as a really common experience is so many of these amazing, strong women that like they're masters in meditation and they're yoga instructors and they're like, they know all this stuff and they are very mindful in all these other areas. And then with food, it's just totally different. And it's just like a mess and they don't understand it because it's not like anything else. Yeah. But yeah, with the other way around, I don't know what it is about food, but I see so many women like you get free around food. And then everything else is just like, oh, it's just like so nice. It's just like, oh, now I'm free in my relationships and in my career. I've had people double their businesses in a month just applying these principles to then their business. It's just, it's, it's awesome. so cool to see. Awesome. And, yeah. and sometimes, you know, I'm new in the, pro I'm new, I'm newly graduated. So a little bit of the, oh, the fear came back. And I told you today, we've been having some stress. Um, going on uh, in Northern California with fires. And so my lower brain wanted to get really into that and, oh, let's have a food fest, you know, because you're, you're feeling stressed. And so, so I, I overate and it was like, hmm, that's some data that tells me I'm so happy. I don't have to worry about doing this anymore because I have the tool to look at it, intuitively say, I don't want to do this. I have the tools to move on to the next day. Yeah. Before I would have just beat the hell out of myself and it would have been the worst thing ever. And now I have more compassion. That's another thing. I have more compassion for myself. You know, when that happens, it's like, that's too bad because that doesn't feel good, but you reacted and it's an old habit. And do you want to go back to that? And didn't feel good. So move on. Move on move on. That's awesome. And I love how you brought that up. Just like the contrast, like before you would have just been beating yourself up and you know, like, oh you know, it's, I mean, stress is no fun, but it's part of life. Right. So it's like, it's, it's so neat to have that experience when you come to 
a place where you would have done completely otherwise before. This would have been binging, this would have been depression, this would have been black cloud for days. And then it's like, oh, okay, now we're just moving on. It's just like, it's so neat for you to have that reference of like, oh, wow, this is so different than it would have been. So yeah, that's really, really cool. And, and, the, and it would have been a diet. It would have been a diet again because yeah. the binging and then the dieting cycle and then that leads to the deprivation and then the binging. So not, and innocently, innocently not knowing that those damn diets are going to get me into trouble um, and make me want to binge again. So yeah, nice having the information. Thank you for, for your help so much. Oh, I am. It has been such an honor to be with you on your journey. You, I mean, you're so much fun. <laughs> like you're just, we've just, I felt like we just had a party for the whole time. You know what I mean? Like we just had a good time and, um, I just have loved just seeing you get more and more free, just your transformation, even in just like a handful of weeks, you showed up, you did the work, you were so coachable, like these are all beautiful things that I, you know, I look for in women before I invite them into the program. Like we highly qualify the people that we invite in because I want to make sure you're going to show up and so you can have amazing results and just so, so proud of you. Anything else that you're just celebrating on this side of it that you just love, just like how you're, you're free on the side or, you know, other neat wins that um, well, we haven't touched on. You did ask a lot of questions. You know, I noticed that when, with the, the interviewing to see if, you, if I qualified for the program, you asked a lot of questions. And so it was a little, also, it was a little worried. Well, what's this program going to, is this going to be a lot of work? Do I have to get, you know, dive into this and that? So I just want to say it, it, there was work to do, but what you offer was simple tools that I can carry on into my life. So like you, this the journaling has been really helpful for me. So that's been good. I've been doing that. Just, um, I don't know. It's just, it's been amazing getting in touch with how I feel and what do I want? What do I want? And another thing I'm learning is, so we were being coached and we were talking to each other um, on the, uh, an app and it was great. Um, but I wanted to fix people. I wanted to do coaching. I wanted, and so something that helped me was, you know, again, compassionately help yourself. And that energy is what can help others. You know, I, I, I'm learning that because I want to fix, I want to fix, I want to help. And that kind of distracts from what I need to realize and carry on with is just Again, just tune in when I'm feeling out of sorts and stressed and don't try to go outward and fix and do all this, but tune in, um, enjoy the, the, the tools I have, and then um, just always realize it's there. Like, it's not going anywhere. And, then, and, 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 and I appreciate that your program wasn't so intense and I didn't have to do lots of different things that got me confused. It was just very... Um, it was perfect. Thanks. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I love that you bring that up. Like this is, it's the laboratory of your own life, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, these are tools for your thoughts and your actions. It's not like we're, you know, flying you to some Island and we're going to do this intensive pro It's just like, no, like you're just going to live your normal life and you're just going to know what to do so that you don't have to binge anymore. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And there wasn't like a lot of detail about, um, analyzing why I did this or what is it? It's just like, yeah, here's your story and what happened and, and here's what you can do. And it's awesome. Yeah. 
Love it. And just celebrating you and just congratulations on sort of this capsule of like sharing your story. Like that's a really neat thing. And you have an incredible story. And I'm just, just so excited for all the freedom that you've gained. And like you've seen, this is the gift that keeps on giving, right? You know, it's like you just get more and more free. So I want to just keep, yeah, progressing with it. Because you said it that this program's only only the beginning, you know, and and so like this little setback, it's like, oh, okay, this is data and let's keep moving. And I'm so excited for what can continue to happen because I'm, you know, can only move forward. Like even if I step back a little, it doesn't matter because progress is always there. So yeah, that's- You know how to do it and you have the tools and yeah, yes, love it. So anything else on your mind? Just like, do you feel like our, our interview today is complete or is there anything else that was just like on your heart that you wanted to share today? Uh, I just thank you again for a wonderful program and um, I hope people really, you know, that, that need help can resonate with it. And I'm hoping to, uh, with my energy that if that someone picks up on it, that's wonderful. And uh, thanks again, Lydia. You're great. Hey, congratulations, Eileen, on your freedom and the choice that you made to do what you want to do. Yes. It's a beautiful thing, and I think it makes a really good life. So thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. And I mean, thank you, Eileen, for sharing. It's just such a beautiful thing. Um, and this is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, and Eileen signing off. Mwah.